And um, he, what he shared with me has just totally changed. It changed the trajectory of the last 20 years of my life. Uh, so because 2010, he taught me think in vision, think in decades, become a, a visionary who thinks in decades. And that was 2010. So I did that. Those things I wanted to accomplish in those 10 years, just truly living a life that I'm led to live, a life that makes me feel good. And learning that I'm not irresponsible. That's not irresponsible <laughs> live according to your gut, you know, to, to be guided by your true north, which we're going to talk about in your, in, you know, what your intuition, which is the Holy Spirit, that is not being irresponsible. So mindset had to change. There's all, all things had to change inside before I was able to see it on the outside. So Derek really struck the match um, for all of this happening and, and, and to me to get to 2010. And I did the same thing last year. Just like in 2010, I wrote 10 things I want to accomplish in by 2020. So in 2020, I wrote 10 things I want to accomplish by 2030. So I already know where I'm headed for the next 10 years. Uh -huh, yes. <laughs> so that's why I say it has revolutionized 20 years of my life. So I'm looking forward to trying to 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years or however many years God gives me, you know, on this planet. So I wanted to share uh, my connection with you with my audience the people who have become connected to Tanja and intentionally Tanja and so yeah, yeah. I wanted them to you know get like a, a inside you know sneak peek get a chance to ear hustle you know on <laughs> conversations that I'm so blessed that I get to have all the time so Dr. Derek Trailer, I'll let you introduce yourself and you could just, you know, this is a conversation like you and I have all the time, you know, mm -hmm. very candid and, and, and casual, but I know that it's going to add value to the lives of the listeners. So, you yeah. the floor. Thank you very much, uh, my dear, dear friend, Mrs. Morton. Thank you. I don't look... <laughs> yeah. Tanya, I don't know if I've ever called you Mrs. Morton, but... <laughs> But I'm telling you, it, it is, it's amazing. And oh, man, baby, I love to be called Mrs. Moore. I know, I know. That's exactly why I said it. You, you, you are so inspirational in so many, in so many ways. And even where God has, has brought me, uh, has allowed me to play uh, a role that either, that's even from hearing you talk, that's more significant than I could have imagined. Uh, you have also been a blessing and an inspiration to me. And you and I have had those deep personal conversations and, and God has really given you sensibility and sensitivities and, 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 and given you the, the intuitive nature to, to help encourage me and walk me through some things too. So for that, I'm really grateful. So I'm saying all this to say that it's, it has definitely been a two-way street and it's been a, a gift share and I'm so thankful that we uh, share our gift. I'm thankful for your husband too, your family, you know, and uh, I'm so grateful that, that he uh, supports you and, um, and, and that he is standing with you as well. That's really the way uh, you're gonna thrive even further than you are. I'm, I'm extremely proud and excited to be your guest on this show, wow. So much, thank you so much. And you know, it's amazing that you, you know, said that. And you know, even when you were affirming me and you know, 
um, you know, and self-care is asking for help, you know, and, and, and during those times of transition, I'm just so blessed that you weren't just my mentor, that eventually you, it evolved into a friendship where I could actually call you because life crumbled, you know, Ooh. years ago, life crumbled. And, you know, even though it looked, I have a very dear friend, my friend, Jesse, he said, Tanja, you did what was absolutely right even though it looked absolutely wrong, yep. <laughs> you know, and it's hard to sit in that, that space, you know, mm-hmm. and so you were encouraging me and affirming me and just saying, God is giving you the green light. He's giving you the green light. He's giving you the mm-hmm. green light. And so even though I knew go, 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 <laughs> it was the will of God, it was still right. extremely hard, you know, um, to take those steps forward. But because I had that 10 year vision, because mm-hmm. I knew where I wanted to land, I mm-hmm. knew that the conditions that I was currently living in would not produce that life. Yes. Conditions would not produce that life. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to call you and talk to you and you would encourage me. And so when you said that about my husband, you know, he was the first person I showed the video. I said, babe, get up. I said, I'm in here crying. Like I got, you know, I said, I got to show you what our faith has produced because step of the way he's been supportive about the self-care kits and the books and, you know, a love muffin mama's love muffin is, was his nickname uh, for, for nice. I just said, you know, I said, I will write a book about love muffin moments one day, you know, just the moments I spend with you where I feel so safe, seen and supported. So he has been, in the very beginning when this stuff was just raw and scribbled out, you know, nothing was produced, no self-care kit, no book, no contracts in LA, like none of that, you know, uh-huh. was in there saying, but I believe, he said, I remember you sitting there saying you were going to have a coffee mug with your name on it. And he was like, I was like, and he said, here we are, intentionally Tanja, uh, self-care saves live coffee mug, <laughs> you know? Right. You know, oh, wow. so I was letting him watch the video this morning. I was like, this is the fruit of our faith. So mm-hmm. yes, he has, and he's very supportive. Um, he's like, what time are you talking to Derry? And even my yeah. kids were like, what time are you talking to your mentor? So yeah. the family knows how much I love you. And they, you know, support our mentor and menteeship and also our friendship. So yeah, so much, uh, Derry, for acknowledging, you know, that. Because I think that is so important, too, that when you have a vision that yeah. big, Mm-hmm. Say your support system has to. Mm-hmm. It's not about the quantity. Yes, having a whole lot of people, but uh-huh. it's about having quality relationships. Yes, because you can't do this alone, and yes. you need people who can hold space for you. You know, when you can't hold your head up. Yes, <laughs> and like you know, and yes. so that's what you have been for me, and I wanted to share that. So for people who think, you know, I'll be fifty-two in thirty days. So for people who think uh, 62, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what I want to do in 30 days, let alone 10 years, you know. So for people who are thinking, how in the world do I begin to take bite-sized chunks in figuring out, like, you know, if I've never been that type of envision my life in those, because uh, and, and I think it's appropriate for me to state this quote at this point, um, mm-hmm. most people overestimate what they can do in one year, but mm-hmm. underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Absolutely. So just, just speak to that. Um, if, if it's a fear, like what, what do you think 
hinders us or what is the hesitation or the frustration that comes with, you know, even when you could to consider a 10-year life growth plan? Yeah, th- th- it's an amazing conversation. I wanted to say one, one last thing about uh, the, your mate. A lot of times, very, very powerful people, and not just your mate, but all the, the, the mates that any of us who are great, who are purposed, who are chosen to do in, in, uh, to, to have great impact. Um, one thing for sure, a lot of times those of us who are great, uh, we, we have high IQs, uh, which is in, uh, intellectual quotient, but often we ch- we're challenged uh, with our EQ, our emotional quotient or our emotional intelligence at times. And so we can we can be we can be profoundly talented, gifted, and intellectual. But when it comes to choosing the right mate, when it comes to connecting to someone to bring into your personal space, I call that your holies of holies. <laughs> that that in the tabernacle only the high priest could go into. And so I call it the holies of holies. And so in, in to choose somebody to come in that space with you, sometimes we lack we lack the ability to choose the right people because uh, because the, what we need to what we need to uh, really uh, really examine is not whether this person can meet me where I am. Can they go with me where I'm headed? You know that's the key question. Yeah. Do they have the intrinsic you know uh, uh, nature and qualities that it's going to take? They don't have to be me. And we don't have to we don't have to do the same thing, but we and we at least need to be compatible and complementary so that so that we can complete each other instead of compete with each other. And a lot of powerful people lack the ability, me included, lack the ability or have lacked the, the ability to choose a, 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 in, a, in a way that will accommodate a successful future. And what I want to say before we get into the, the self-care portion of, uh, and the vision portion of this is that once you, dis- once you have recognized and, and the proof is, 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 is clear and, and, and that there is, there is no signals of, approve, uh, of, uh, of improving, you're faced then with the, 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 the hard challenge of or in a tough decision of do I give over the rest of my life to this uh, to this place in my life and I can clearly see that where it's going is where it already is okay it's not going any further or can I take the plunge and take the risk and and um, and really assess the damage and 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 account for my losses forgive the process. And move into a place of, of victory and triumph and uh, success, uh, even if it's even if it's alone for a while, or if God and, and we God and I and, and people I trust will help me choose another person. You get what I'm saying? You know, can I can I just embrace that? Because really, uh, it's it's important that there comes a place to where if you don't make those hard decisions, and I know that I'm talking to some people that's listening to. Uh, this this podcast. If you don't make some hard harsh decision, uh, those hard decisions, you then give your own self a partial birth abortion of your destiny. 
you, you, or you, or should I say, you miscarry, you miscarry, you know, to choose your present, uh, which is, which is clear. The evidence is clear. You know, the research has been done and, and everything, all the reports have come back. The jury is in and this ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and so you have to make a decision, but you, my friend have, have done that hard work and you made that decision. And this is a profound evidence. What, what things are happening in your life that I'm just amazed about for you is this profound evidence of you loving yourself enough mm. and loving the investment. Here is even greater, not just loving yourself, but loving the investment that God has made in you. Mm. Loving the intention of God in you that says that if my current situations threaten my destiny. Yeah. If my current situation threaten my purpose. Yes. Then it is not just my right, it's my responsibility to protect God's intention for my life. And the truth of the matter is we we it's hard for us to get to this uh, that place uh, especially relationally because we get so entangled in the business thereof. Mm. And, and we get so entangled into uh, all of the other, uh, uh, the other uh, emotional attachments and business attachments and status and, and, and the whole image, all of that. What but, it looks on the outside. How it, it looks on the outside. On, that's right. And mm. so you've got to be willing to be broken so you can be filled. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Say that one more time. Yeah, you've got to be willing to be broken so you can be filled. And it's not an easy task and it's not for the faint at heart, but when you do, you make, you make a significant investment in your tomorrow. And now I want to, just for clarity and for full disclosure, I'm not telling anybody to leave their spouses, but what I'm saying is face your situation and, 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 and develop not just the gifts, but the guts to make the decision to preserve your destiny and God's intent for your life and the whole world will open up for you. I'm mm -hmm. telling you. And so as it is done for you. All right. So we, we talk, you talked about, um, <laughs> we talked about this 10 year thing and, and Tom, you know, yeah. we talk, a, we talk a lot, so yes, you might do. have to break, you might do break this, break this podcast up like in two parts and so <laughs> okay. give you some time. So, okay. But uh, we talked about um, the, 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 uh, the 10 year forecast at the time when I shared that, that was something that God was dealing with me about as a teacher, as a coach, as a preacher, and, a, and, a, uh, and, and just a mentor and all that. What I found is that God walks me through things that people uh, I'm supposed to help need. And so at that time, I was teaching that, and it was about, it was about a 10-year forecast because I saw a trend of how God worked with me. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of stumbled into that, 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 uh, that whole concept of, 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 of being a visionary, uh, that, that, that have vision in that season decades. And so, and so, uh, as God began to reveal that to me, and as I began to do research, I saw that it was a real thing, you know, that, that, that people, uh, that who are successful, they tend to plan, uh, in decades, they make they make these plans in decades, and so that kind of solidified for me what God had instructed me about from a biblical standpoint. Uh, without a vision, the people perish, mm. 
And so, and so really a 10-year plan is really a 10-year vision for your personal life or your family life or your business. And really all of those at some point should come together, you know, to kind of kind of uh, flow in tandem. But uh, the, the, uh, from the biblical perspective, it says the right to, uh, uh, to that without a vision, the people perish. Here's what's so profound about that particular verse. In a, a, a closer to the original Greek, and I'm not going to preach, but a closer to the original Greek, it says uh, with, without, without a vision or without a future plan, the people become uh, lose constraint. And in so many words, they become wild. Okay, so then they lose control. Their their life becomes out of control because where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no plan, you will live and a life that is out of control. Mm. And so the one thing that is really important uh, in, in, in considering your 10, uh, starting your, your 10 year uh, vision plan is, is that unless you set a destination, you will not know how, where, whether you have arrived where you plan to go. Mm. How, do you, how do you know where you're going if you don't have a destination? How do you know when it arrives? It's just like, now, I, you know, I live, in, I live in Houston, Texas, and this place is so massive. I still use my GPS every day <laughs> to go places that I have never been before. It's just a habit, you know, get the address, GPS it. So, so, so look at this vision. Mm. Like your GPS, yes. that you're putting, you put the, the the destination address into into that little window, so that that GPS can calibrate and give you a turn by turn instructions on how to arrive at the destination that you are going to. Here's the other thing, because if you if you don't if you don't set a destination, you will never arrive at a place that you can call there you will not know that you have arrived and you will not even be able to tell anybody where you are, even if they're looking for you. And so there's a lot of things wrapped up in us figuring out where we're headed. The other thing is that I was talking to uh, a, um, a pilot and he said something that was really, uh, uh, really you know, disturbing to me at that second. He said, really, I don't really fly this plane. He said, I'm in control of taking off and, and landing, or if something else happens, then I can take control. He said, but the GPS that is in this plane really flies this plane using the coordinates that are, that are in the GPS. And he says, the reason why that's good is because there's not a straight line to any place. He says, there's a need to always be adjusting you know, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, uh, a little bit up, a little bit down, depending on the weather, depending on the environment, depending on the circumstances of life. You see where I'm going? Mm -hmm. Depending on all the things that happens. And I'm going to tell you, life happens yes. with or without a plan, but it happens yes. better if you have one. You know, go ahead. Yes. And so you you said, I, I just got to, you know, I hate mm -hmm. to you. Uh, but I just want you've given us so much meat because mm -hmm. that was one of the things I wanted you to share is like how to start like yeah. you know, developing it. You told us the importance of it. So you won't live a life that's just out of control. Like that's right. why you need it. 
Because mm-hmm. anybody that wants to be 80 years old and look back over the last 50 years of their life and say, you know, I live every year out of control. Like, I don't know anybody that wants to do that. Mm-hmm. We said, you know, okay, I don't want to look back with, with, with a heart filled with, with regret. Like, I really want to consider the next 50 years of my life. And like you said, you have to have a destination, which is so powerful because even when I was making the decision to uh, end my first marriage, you know, before I did that, I was, and, and your conversation with the pilot is so aligned with this example that I have. The, before I made a decision, I didn't draw up any divorce papers. I didn't start talking about it to, you know, my ex-husband, none of that. I created a vision for the type of relationship, partnership, love, relationship, marriage, romantic, whatever you want to call Like, what is the vision for like, what do I want to wake up to every day? Yes. And I literally didn't have any person in mind. Like I didn't have a, it wasn't about a man. It was about how I want to feel in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Not a specific person, just who the man God had for me. So I created a vision board. Mm-hmm. Looking for images words, quotes that described how I wanted to feel. Yes. And at the end of that vision, intuitively, like you was talking about with the pilot, what was on the inside, asked the question, or will your current conditions mm-hmm. produce this vision? Absolutely. No, that was the answer. Where <laughs> we going is where we are. <laughs> like you just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not going here. What you see on this vision board, we're not going there. And right. do that on the inside, I knew it. And so I just had to make, it's like Martin Luther King's quote, take the first step in faith. Yep. You don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. So mm-hmm. I knew what the first step is, is to acknowledge mm-hmm. where you're going is where you are. Yep. Okay, are you cool with that? You gonna mm-hmm. be cool? 30 years? Okay. If so, do you. But if you want to live an intentional life, a dip, a deliberate life, a very vibrant life, a life that thrives, if you want to live a life, you want to wake up to a life that's on this vision board, then this piece of your life can't go. It, it's got to be like what you said, access the losses, get support, like embrace that this is over. Yes, absolutely. Forward. So like you said, it's the and it's like, and I think that's what we mess up because you know when he said you don't have to see the whole staircase, we want to know every step. Mm-hmm. We see that staircase and we want to say, okay, does we ask all these questions? Yep. The staircase wind to the right or left, or oh, I see a door at the top. Oh, what's behind the door? Oh, I go through the door. What's this mean? Like we want all of these questions answered. And I feel like being becoming a person who's able to move through a 10 year vision, you gotta be okay with not having all the answers. You gotta be okay with uh, not knowing the steps. Like Mm -hmm. you gotta be able to, and what what I think what I sent you in the email, trust in your true north. Year one of the 10 year vision, you're going to have to depend on, like you said, the weather, the conditions, the, you know, year two is the same thing. You're going to have to roll with, you know, the conditions. So you're going to know exactly, but because you have a destination, 
Mm -hmm. Saying, okay, is this step, is this move, is this decision in alignment with the overall vision? Mm -hmm. you're, because you know where you're going, you're going to be able to answer that. So yeah. I know you know the true north. And we say, of course, as believers, we say Holy Spirit. Like mm -hmm. to us about cultivating that relationship. Yes. That's where the confidence comes from. It doesn't come from us. Right. Because we still got your mama looking at your decision, your daddy looking at your decision, your best friend, and people thinking, you know, oh, you she uses so responsible. Why is she doing that? Why is she walking out of the classroom? Why is she walking out of that marriage? Why is she taking a job all the way in Los Angeles? Does she know if those folks, you know, are legit or not? You know, you got all of these people looking at you. And even if, you know, when you're like us, you know, we're introverts, but also very like we we sense, you know, we can feel vibes and energies. We know what we're thinking about is just by looking at us. Right. <laughs> That's why he said, you know, God told Jeremiah, don't be afraid of men in their faces. Saying <laughs> thing, you just look at me and I already know what you're thinking, you know. Right. <laughs> So you got to deal with this energy of, you know, I know what you're thinking that I'm looking real irresponsible right now. And all, mm -hmm. how do you, so my true north, the Holy Spirit, my intuition, that's my best friend. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I trust that because I yeah. can't trust this flesh because my decision in the flesh may have something to do with what I think my mama want me to do or my daddy wants me to do or what my kids think I should do or what my husband think I or what my mentor thinks I should. And at the end of the day, when I know all these people love me and they have their best intentions for me, at the end of the day, the only one who knows. Mm -hmm. You have the unction of the one on the inside of you who knows all things. So that's the only one who knows everything. And that has that that has become, he has become my best friend. So yes. I'm like, I know I can't so when you call me educator of God that day when you did speak to me at that uh -huh. uh -huh. I, I had I wasn't even a certified life coach at the time. Mm -mm -mm. I had no idea what I was gonna be doing. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, but I knew it was something that I was being called to, pulled to stretched in and it wasn't it didn't look anything like I was doing right now mm -hmm. everything was still everything working together for my good you know I was still going to be able to use all my my training and, and education degrees and things to do because it helps me get in the doors of these schools but I knew there was some gifts that God was stirring up within me that's different than what I had been doing the last 10 the, the pre from 1990 to 2000 you see what I'm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so talk to us about that, cultivating that relationship with the true north, you know, the Holy Spirit, your intuition, mm -hmm. the pilot was talking about, because right. you're flying this plane. That's right. You're not flying. I'm not flying this plane. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The, 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 the last thing that he said that was that I, that was so profound, he says, he says, because on the route, he said the computer or the GPS is consistently adjusting itself Woo. and he says if it does not adjust itself we will arrive at a place that we didn't we not intend to go and so he says you have to put that 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 destination in there or else you will arrive at a place that you did not intend to go and so this 10-year vision helps you to arrive at where you intended 
And so, and so, and so, when you when you were talking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some 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 strategic points on how to how to really uh, start this process mentally and spiritually. But as you were talking, it says uh, talking about what other people think about us, and that's and that's really key. Uh, we have to dismiss uh, the the opinions and thoughts of others about our current situation whether they're in our favor or against us, you cannot allow others to influence your dream for the next 10 years. You have to, you have to reach inside of yourself and your own desire and, and, and allow that desire to in some way sync up with the will of God, which it will do that on its own if you let it. Uh, and allow that to sync up with God and dream big. You know, dream, just let yourself, give yourself permission to dream big about where you're going and where you're going to be. He said, he said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord. He says, the thoughts of good and not evil to get you to your expected end. So in so many words, he says, forget about what everybody else is thinking. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> My thoughts about you <laughs> yes, is yes. good and not evil. And so yes. that's where we have to dismiss other people's thoughts. The other thing is that we have to really work hard to silence the, the self-limiting belief systems and self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a much deeper conversation uh, than we can have right now in it's should not it should not uh, uh, make it difficult for for uh, those of you who are listening to get started in your process. But it's something to put on your list to really start to decode the self-limiting belief systems. How do you do that? You do that by exposing yourself to big thinkers. You do that by exposing yourself to motivators and motivation, or exposing yourself to positive information and information that. Uh, 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 things that inform your dream, it for, informs your desire or informs your aspiration and makes, and makes those, uh, those uh, dreams uh, more attainable. Uh, so then listen, listen to podcasts like Intentionally Tanja, you know, where people are talking in the zone that you want to go. Listen and follow people who have made it where you're trying to arrive. Go ahead and make that investment in yourself and be coached because a, a coach that's worth his or her salt will help you to unlock your dreams and unlock your aspirations if you cannot uh, do it yourself. And here's a, here's a plug. One thing I know about intentionally Tanja, that if you got a dream in there anywhere, she can get to it. And, and, and you, need to, you need to get in one of her coaching packages right now. <laughs> and get that dream unlocked and help our coach to because sometimes you can't do it by yourself. You sometimes can. you need you need you need a, a, a vision partner. Yes. You need a, a thought partner. You need somebody to to uh, come alongside you to help you. So limiting belief systems that says uh, that says I can't do this or that'll never happen for me. Self sabotage when you get to a really good opportunity and then you you sabotage it because you're not you don't have a fear of, of failure. You've got a fear of success. You, you're not sure that if you succeed one time that you can keep doing it over and over and over. And so that undermines you. So those are the things you got to really work to, to move out of your way. But more specifically, uh, when it comes to starting your, your vision process, really the process that you need to use in order to, 
to uh, to do your 10 year vision, you do it every day. You wake up, you establish kind of what you're going, what you got, what you need to do for the day, what you want to do. You establish that. You confirm whatever direction you need to go, whatever your map is, whether you write it down or whether you just keep everything in your brain. You set the course of direction that you're going to take in order to get those things done. First, I'm going to drop the kids off. Second, I'm going to go down here and I'm going to pick up some coffee. And then after I leave the coffee, I'm going to drop by, I'm going to drop by, uh, by uh, H-E-B, it's in here in Houston, and I'm going to get some cookies for the office. Then I'm going to get to that. I'll give me that about time. If I get on nine, if I get on I-10, I ought to get there, you know, about five minutes to spare. You know, those kind of details that really go on in your brain every day about your life. You just have to slow those down and start to put those in in uh, in, in in bite size or bullet point fashion. What where do I want to go first? What do you want to accomplish? Where do I want to be? And you and you think this way in every area of your life, but start with your personal. Start with your personal self. What do I want? How do I see myself in 10 years? Describe that you arrive to 10 years from today. What does that day look like in Derek's life? What does that day look like in Tanja's life? Not just the weather and the day, but what am what am I doing uh, uh, career-wise? What am I doing as an entrepreneur? What am, what, how, what am I doing as a father, as a, as a grandparent perhaps? What am I doing as a, 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 a community advocate or a politician? What am I doing as a wife? What does that day look like? What does, what does my life look like? How many houses do I own? Uh, how much property do I have? What does my investment portfolio look like in 10 years from now? And, and you're asking yourself these questions so that you can dream. So you can dream. You can say, well, I, by 10 years from now, I want at least $5 million, you know, in my portfolio, in my re- retirement portfolio so that I can that I can live off of, you know, I want at least $5 million. That's kind of the minimum, you know. So then what does that look like? You know, I, I, w- I want to own at least uh, uh, five apartment houses, you know, 10 years from now. I want to make sure that I have some real estate property, not just for my own retirement so that I can give it to my my kids, you know, so that I can give that over to them. I told my son, I said, son, when you get ready to get married, I said, your father is not helping you not one bit to pay for a wedding. I said, if you want that, you can do that for yourself. I said, but what I promise you is that the day you get married, my gift for you would be a house that is paid for free and clear. I said, that is my gift to you. Yeah. I said, I said, because I know that will put you ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's kind of one of the things that, are, that, that drives, that, that drives me. So you start to think, what is my destination? Where do I want to be? Then after you decide what you want to be, you start from the beginning and begin to you write down what it all looks like, what your money looks like, what your family looks like, what your health looks like, how much weight you want to lose or gain. You know, we talk about a lot about weight loss. We don't talk enough about weight gain. Some people need to, to gain weight gain and weight. want to. And so how, how does my health look? You know, those different components, you know, family, health, finance, mm-hmm. future. Find out what you don't know, dream and, and start opening up yourself to dream and 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 about what you want it to look like. Don't 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 look at nobody else's life because when you start comparing your life to somebody else's life, you have just begun to undermine your own success. Yes. Because your life is the life 
that that God has covenanted with you that he will give to you as you allow him to lead the way. And so and so one thing you have to dismiss is the urgency in the present. Okay, sometimes it can feels like uh, like there's no time to slow down or think or plan. And, and you just feel like I don't have a time to really do this, but you have to make time for the things that are important. Another yeah. thing you need to deal with, uh, you know, uh, uh, psychologically and subconsciously is comfort. A lot of times we like to do things within our comfort zone, uh, but creating change and really advancing and winning, it's going to take you out of your comfort zone. So you need to divorce comfort, okay? Divorce comfort, mentally, and this is a process. I'm not telling you how to do this all in one day. It's a process. But I'm dealing, I'm, I'm dealing with the psychological approach because a lot of times that's where we fail the most in terms of, 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 our, of really trying to position our mind uh, down a certain path. Uh, a couple more points on that. Condition, conditioned, uh, you need to be uh, conditioned uh, uh, practically. It says if, if you are, are used to thinking, uh, taking the safe path, any deviation from uh, from that is unfamiliar. So it's about that comfort zone, that safe path. A lot of success is not safe a lot of times. Mm-hmm. There are risks involved because you're not, remember, you're not just making a plan. If you make the plan, then there's steps that you got to do to implement the plan and it's going to take you out of your zone. The, the uh, Deal with the fear of failure, which is the fear of failing and the fear of success. Those things will along the way undermine your plan. But I believe that just by the mere, the mere fact that you are listening to intentionally Tanja today is that God is giving you divine help to start uh, strategically planning the next 10 years of your life and your future. Go ahead, Tanya. I know you want some. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So much, so much, so much me. And you know, when you were thinking about it, it's not enough to develop the plan. You have to, you know, and I was just having this conversation with my husband, you know, I was thinking, like I said, 30 days out, I'll be 52 years old. And, you know, every time we have a, you know, we have a birthday, people say chapter, you know, 52 chapter, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But not enough to turn the page. Yeah. You have to read the chapter and implement what you're reading. Like you have to, you have to walk through that chapter. You know, it's not That's enough right. to say, oh, I'm in a chapter 52. So what is, you know, what, what are the, what's the content of yes. chapter what's chapter 52 about and yes. every day of my life should be an expression of what that year was you know why i was given uh that year to live like why i was given this additional year why was i given opportunity to live out 52 and every day should be an expression of that and so you know the last thing that i want you to share because like you said it's great to have you know me i believe in having vision I believe in thinking big. I invest in myself. I have a business coach who stretches me. I, I tell you, that girl doing her homework makes me think of other stuff I need to be doing. <laughs> like when I'm doing the homework for what's due Friday, I'm thinking about the next thing, you know, and you want that type of person in your life who can continue to pull on your gifts and stretch you like that. So I believe in, you know, I have big dreams for teacher keepers and the self care saves lives movement. I have big dreams for that, but I've always been a dreamer, but there are times I would dream Derek, but I wouldn't consider my own care. Mm 
Because I should not, I, I, I saw a definition of health this morning uh, that I absolutely love. And I don't have my journal here with me, so I'm just going to try to remember. But it said, seated in self. Mm-hmm. That's what health means. It means when your mind, body, and soul are all functioning and working together at the same time for your good. Mm-hmm. Your health you should never do anything that's at the detriment of your well-being. So we are pursuing our goals. I would do things, but knowing mentally, uh, I'm got, my mind is all over the place. My brain is overactive. You know, my mind, I don't know how to relax. And it was you who told me, I remember that time I was actually going away from home for two days and to spend with my mom for her birthday. And I got 40 miles outside of Jackson and my chest cracked. Now, remember, I'm a Milken Award winner. I'm a National Board Certified Teacher. I've won Teacher of the Year twice. You know, I got the house, the husband, the home, you know, the kids. Like, everything looks great on the outside. Mm-hmm. Inside, I got to, like, Carthage, like 40 miles outside of Jackson. And I heard my chest crack. And I called you and I said, Derek, you know, I... I said, what in the world? You know, and I told you what was going on. He said, that was the first time you had, you said that was the first time you had taken a deep breath mm-hmm. long time. Yep. So the importance of breathing yeah. while you in your pursuit of stuff, you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I was pursuing stuff, but I was trying to let stuff take the place of me seated in self. I was, yes. stuff was taking the place of me making my own care, my mental, emotional, and physical care a priority. So I never want to get to the point again where, you know, I'm a, uh, this is an internationally known organization, Teacher Keepers, Self-Care Saves Lives, like it's known all over the world. You know, I have coaches, people I've trained to do this work. You know, uh, I've written, you know, a couple more books and that's been successful. I don't want to get to that point and I can't breathe. That's right. You know, right now, like anything I think that's going to threaten my breath, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, if I think it's going to stop, you know, so if we think breathing is not important, try not doing it and see how, mm-hmm. you know, see yeah, what that takes, right. you know. So I want you to talk to about, you know, what living well is not to, yes, this 10-year vision about knowing where you're headed and accomplishing all the things that God has in store for you but never should you not care for the things you can't see in pursuit of the things that you can't see. So see my mental, you can see the fruit of my mental, emotional and physical well-being because it's something that I make a priority, but we're good at masking things and making it look good. And and that's why I decided to go into this self-care. I'm like, forget that. I'm through living a life that looks great on the outside, but feels miserable on the inside. Yes. Live a life that feels amazing, that feels as good as it looks. So to me, that's living well. When you can pursue those things, but you can breathe. You can breathe. (laughs) You breathe. So share, you know, as we uh, end this conversation, let's close us out with your thoughts on that statement. Yeah, that you can live, you can breathe, you can sleep well at night and enjoy your life and not be resentful of it. And so mm-hmm. I was the same way, you know, you know, a public success, but a private failure, you know, and and just 
and, and just people saying good things about you and you wonder who it is they're talking about because you know what you know the back office the things that nobody else know and you it's hard for you to even accept the good words that somebody says about what you've done what you're doing when you know in the in the place where it really matters in private life that is a disaster and so and so that's that's a that's a nightmare on its own i'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to that uh that wellness um place i want to give a three-point kind of summary over that 10 point uh uh, over the 10-year plan, just so I can feel good about myself that I've given something that somebody can take home with them, okay? Yes. So uh, <laughs> so in terms of, in terms of the 10-year the plan, you, you, picture, you picture a specific day in the future, 10 years from now, everything is gone as you have hoped it to be. Let go of any fears or doubts that may exist in your mind. So you picture it and you just, and you let that out, okay? In terms of writing down what you, what it looks like, what you want. Write about, write about that time 10 years from now, that day 10 years from now in full detail. Get specific about all aspects of your life if possible. Write until you can't possibly write anymore, you know? Just empty out, you know, and dream and, and, and go big with it. Uh, the, the, the last point there is store the pages uh, away somewhere you can create, uh, you have created a direction for yourself <clears throat> in your mind. Revisit it at, at, at least once a year to reconnect to your vision and keep this, take, taking those steps in the right direction. You know, I say at least once a year, I say sometimes in your life, you have, you have to do it every three months, every whatever. You do it as often as possible and dream big. Don't make no edits to what you write. Okay, don't make no, because this is probably the, first, the one time that you're not living an edited life, you know, or or, or, or taking a post picture, you know, some of us, we don't know how we look, even in the mirror, because even in the mirror, we, we post, you know, we're doing all these little different poses, yeah. we don't know how we look regular, <laughs> and so don't edit, don't edit, okay, edit your stuff, be careful to what you wish for, because you you're more than likely will get it. So that's that on there. But on the on the self on the self uh, the the living well, it is important. We talked we talked about this a, 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 a bit over the years. You know that self care. Uh, we talked about we talked about that self care. Uh, it doesn't mean always me first. It means me too. Sometimes that's me first, but definitely it's me too. I'm, I'm not off the list. But you have to end there be intentional about your plan of, of really putting wellness at the head. Because if you're not well, you'll not be able to enjoy any of what you're going through. So then, uh, uh, here's a big one time. Uh, physically well, you know, go to the doctor, make sure you keep up with your stuff. Psychologically well. Woo! That's the big one. I, I'm telling you, I came up, a, I, I was, I, been a pastor. Uh, I've been a, a itinerant minister for a, lot, a number of years. I was a pastor for about almost 20 years. Then I decided to transition from being a, a, a pastor to a, a ministry training leadership developer. And so uh, after that, I took two years off from leading in any fashion just to get therapy, to detox from the previous 20 years. Mm. And when I started to do that, that's when I started to lose weight. That's when I started to uh, make choices about my health. I began to deal with uh, issues and traumas that I had sustained 
uh, over the years that I never got a chance to deal with because powerful people can't act, can't respond to challenges like regular people. We often have to keep going because our first responsibility is to lead and to take care of those that we're responsible for. But you do have to create a, a place, a safe place where you can be uh, vulnerable and, and, and get, that, get that therapy because anything you use can break down. And a lot of times our minds are under stress so much until we start to start to break down and not even know it. You open yourself up for uh, to, to develop under my, uh, uh, let's say escape behaviors like drinking drugs, you know, and when I say excessive drinking drugs and sex and all kinds of crazy things just to take you out of your reality. There is a, a better way. So make sure you're psychologically, uh, you're psychologically well, mentally well, physically well, spiritually well, that you are feeding yourself, your spirit, you're feeding yourself you know, the things that will grow and groom your spirit, which is the word of God and the spirit of, and the word of God is God himself. So you feed yourself uh, those things. And along the way, he will order your steps. He will, like you say, you'll make some adjustments to your plan, your, your, your implementation strategy. But the goal is going to remain the same. You get what I'm saying? You might have to, might have to take a little turn. I have a few pit stops, you know, along the way because life happens. The Bible says time and chance happens to us all. Yeah. But you make those adjustments, take the time you need for yourself and don't be guilty about that, okay? Release the guilt of taking care of yourself and, and doing what takes to, to bless yourself so that you will be uh, able to uh, enjoy all the things that you work for, all the things you plan for, everything that God promised you. And just as a bonus for you, that the plan that you make for yourself, the, the actual uh, result of it is going to be at least 10 times what you imagined. Mm. Because he, whenever God puts his hands on it, it's going to be exponentially. He's going to take your dream and he's going to he's going to add his dream to it. And it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above all that you could even ask or think. He said, I want to give this to you, but I know you couldn't even think about this because you didn't have no point of reference. So I just added this little bit in. You're going to be shocked. He's going to bless your socks off. Yeah. All right. I'm done with it now. Talk to you. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, I made oh. I made it, you know, I texted you earlier and now because I know it's also a text friend of mine. I said, I hope I don't take off running to Jamaica. <laughs> the interview and everybody's like, where did she go? You know, so I knew this was gonna be five. The kids said, like I knew it. So thank you so much. I hope that you know I've shared you with my listeners. So I did what you know, I felt like I was being led to do. But you are certainly not just my mentor, but my friend and you know, such an encouragement. And I know that God has more in store, you know, for our relationship. But Absolutely. thank you. Thank you in every, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I can never thank you enough for uh, raising my awareness Amen. that you are seeking things mm -hmm. and you can't breathe. Mm. <laughs> so get your breath, <laughs> you know. Get your breath back. Mm -hmm. And God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above because he can't give you that and you can't breathe. 
Yes, he is going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask. And I am in that season. And it was because I, for 20 years, just been holding on to this teaching for dear life, <laughs> you know, because mm -hmm. I know that your faith produces fruit. So thank you so much for being here, not just on this podcast, but in my life, uh, my friend, somebody I trust, somebody I can uh, be emotionally naked with. Some you're a person I cast my pearls before. Like I share what's near and dear to my heart with you. I share what matters to me emotionally, mentally, physically, psychologically, relationally. And this relationship has produced more than Lord knows I could ever uh, articulate with just human words so thank you for being here thank you for and i i have your uh, bio and how people can follow you on social media all that would be uh in the show notes so definitely um you know follow Derek. you know i know that he will be he has been today a blessing to your life but you know stay close to him um because he is truly a mighty uh man of god but you know just rich you know, he, he, he is so rich in the word and rich in, you know, what is to come. And he's a dependable source. He's a reliable source uh, because he leans on the one where all his help comes from. So thank you so much again for being here. This was absolutely wonderful. I stayed in my seat. I'm so yeah, <laughs> yes. I've got one. I've got one request. Okay. And that. If you that that you would make me at least a bi regular guest on intentionally time to Oh yes, at least once a year. Oh, okay. when you talk, yes, when you were talking about limited beliefs, I was like, okay, season two. That's right. I take it to the next level. So thank you so much, uh, Derek. I love you and love you. for being here with the listeners today. And may you continue to be blessed. God bless the works of your hand. Thank you very much. Yes. Wonderful, fabulous, beautiful you. Thanks for listening to the Live Well with Intentionally Tanja podcast with your host, yours truly, Tanja Morton. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with those you care about. If you would like to explore ways to incorporate what you've heard into your daily life, Go to teacherkeepers.com, enter your name and email address. Immediately sent to you will be the tool I use that helps me consistently direct my time, energy, and attention towards what really matters so that I too may continue to live well. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. My, my, my wonderful.